Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Just for public notice, guys, we have already recorded this episode already and it's my fault that uh, we're doing it again. So I'd like to apologize infinitely to Megan for making her do this again. Thank you, Megan. You're welcome. But Loki still upset because I thought that was a really good recording and now it doesn't exist. <laughs> it was. I No, it still exists. What happened was my microphone kind of messed up for about 20 minutes of the episode. So you can, we can still hear you, but it's underneath a shh sort of noise, um, which nobody deserves to hear. So, yeah, I'm sorry once again. But we're back here with our song. Uh, let's not make this such a somber episode. Um, our song is when Megan and I both bring two songs that have been the centre of our world for the past week uh, and talk about them and talk about the lyrics and what they mean to us and what they remind us of and and all of that. Um, so, Megan, you can go first. What's your song? My first song this week is by none other than the one and only Taylor Swift. And I have chosen a song off the best album she's ever made. People will probably fight me on this, but it's from 1989, Blank Space. I can make the bad guys good for a weekend. So it's gonna be forever, or it's gonna go This is literally the best song on the planet. People can fight me on that as well. It is also the one Taylor Swift song that I can sing from beginning to end without actually hearing her sing it herself. And that makes so, me like, sense. you're a karaoke queen yes. at Blank Space. I literally just start singing it at any time. It is a really great song. Like when I, I remember when I first heard 1989 and I listened through it and I, I kind of like, it didn't get me wrong. I thought it was a great album, but Blank Space wasn't the one that stood out to me. I really like Welcome to New York. I don't know why there's like an aeroplane feel to it. When I went to New York a couple of years ago, that is the song that I put on and I timed it perfectly. So that when we were landing, it went, Welcome to New York. We've been waiting for you. So I don't know that. The, and Out of the Woods as well, I love that song. But what is it about Blank Space that you love? I just like the beat it comes with. And I love that you can just speculate anything you may think the song is about. So listening to it, you'll probably think that she's talking about the relationship she's been in. But the funny thing is, and even to this day, you don't really know if this is really the truth. But Blank Space is apparently her mocking the media, but the things that they say about her in the relationships that she's always in. That's interesting, which kind of leads me to ask you, what is it that you relate to in this song? 
My favorite part in the song comes in the beginning where she is just like, you know, nice to meet you. Where you been? I could show you incredible things. And just off the get-go, it's just like, as mentioned, you think this is about relationships that she was in. So it's just like, okay, Taylor just met somebody that she really liked. She's like, let me finally, you know, finally feel you out. Let me see what you're like. So it kind of relates back to situations in my life where I have met, like, really cute boys. And I'm like, wow, where have you been all my life? And then they kind of turn out to be jerks. They ended up, you know, being stupid about things. And I relate to Liars. Yes, liars. 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 Cheaters. And when I listen to the song, that's what I think about. And then, so it completely threw me in a whirlwind when I heard that this was apparently her mocking the media. And I'm like, that's my girl. I was like, this is the best song ever. And I sing it all the time, all the time. You know what? I feel, I do feel so sorry for you genuinely, because I feel like we've been a few times, even in when we previously recorded this episode, when you were saying about one of my songs and you're like, uh, I is my my song seeing blind by Noel Horan and Marin Morris. And you're like, I hope this is you know you can so tell this is from Marin's point of view. And then we found out that she didn't even write the song. Um, I feel like <laughs> you get disappointed quite a lot by songwriting. I really do because I mean I listen to everything. I don't have you know any judgment against any music that's out there. And I'll listen to a song and I think it's about one thing. And then I found out like several months later or like the next day and I tell somebody about the song. I'm like, yeah, have you heard this song? I love what it's about. And they're like, that is not what that song is about. And I'm like, really? And they're like, you need to be taught about metaphors. And I was like, well, this sucks. <laughs> well, actually, so, you know, going metaphorics, there's a Julia Michaels song. Yeah. Called like, oh, is it like pink or something? When, it, wait a second, I'm going to find it. It's on nervous system. It's, yeah, it's called Pink. And in it, she says, only because she supported Nell Horan, who I saw last night, by the way. Mm-hmm. I, I I mean, to be honest, I left more of a fan of him than I was when I came into the gig. Like, But we're going to go into that shortly. She goes, there's no innuendos. It's exactly what you think. Believe me when I tell you that he loves the colour pink. And I'm like, that is a Megan lyric, isn't it? That's like, because that is completely transparent. <laughs> that is saying, it literally says, the first line, there's no innuendos. It's exactly what you think. So, yeah. But then again, that's kind of confusing. Because I think it's in innuendo. So. Hmm. It's a good one, isn't it? Like, there's so many songs, especially like for The weekend. I yeah. had no idea that I Can't Feel My Face was about drugs. <laughs> Are you ha- Megan, that surprises me because have you never heard the phrase, I can't feel my face? I really haven't because I ha- I don't hang out with people like that. Fair. Okay, that's fair. No, I mean, I don't either. But... So it's just like, okay. what does he mean he can't feel his face when he's around this person? And then they told me, they're like, Megan, they're telling you that he's literally on drugs. And I was like, oh. And it really upset me because I think it's a really good song. I mean, I still sing it all the time, but it's just like, wow. And there are songs that my little cousin listens to, and she's seven years old. And I was like, this song is not about what you think it is. I'm like, please stop singing it before your mom kicks me in the face. <laughs> oh my God. It's like every Little Mix song. 
isn't it? Every uh, Little Mix song is about yeah. sex. And there's even, and I'm I'm going to leave this bit up to imagination, but in, oh, what's that song where they just cannot sing? Uh, oh, okay, Slim Pickings. On isn't it one. Adidas? Um, no, wait a second. No, no, as in they, they, like their vocals are just not good mm. uh, on one of the songs. Oh, Power? Power, yeah, which is clearly all about... Let, I'm, we're going to just entertain ourselves for a second with the Power by Little Mix lyrics. Um, okay, I mean... Oh, I'm a machine when I do it. I'll be catching fire gasoline when I do it. Just because you're packing, packing weep down south, that don't mean I'm never going to take it lying down. That doesn't even make sense now that you, like, said it without singing it. So, well, Dang it, you just wrote another, oh, another, another song. I'm a machine when I do it. Yeah, no, it's just, it's not. <laughs> it's not me. Man! It's a, it's a really like good song when they sing it but now that like when you you when you actually just read the the lyrics i now i oh man now i'm not gonna like the song anymore i was speaking to somebody older than both of us and he took his child i uh, no, not his child i think his cousin or nephew or something uh-huh. to a little mix gig and he was like oh my god what are they singing like and it's imagine your four-year-old not four eight-year-old nephew mm-hmm. singing mm, I'm a machine when I do it oh, I mean no. it's just not right that's is it that's not okay <laughs> it's not right anyway Niall Horan um, I feel like this links quite nicely into it because it like w- we were the oldest ones there basically I mean there were a few like older groups mm-hmm. of people of like mums enjoying it like without kids but my my pick this week is Niall Horan Seeing Blind with Maren Morris. I love this song because it kind of um it's brings up like the surprise of like when you I feel like it's when you really when you imagine like being in a relationship with someone or just someone speaking to you and being your friend, whatever it is, and then it becomes so much better than you thought it was. I'm I'm going to talk about his gig just for a little bit. Firstly, Julia Michaels supported and Haley Steinfeld came out halfway through, um, which was just a lifetime moment for me because I'm such a big Haley Steinfeld fan. Um, obviously fuels rumours that they're dating, like further fuels rumours that they're dating. Um, really good gig. He's so good live. Um, there's one thing that actually happened though at the gig, which annoyed me. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's a lot of girls going to Nile Horan, and mostly the only guys there are dads or unwilling boyfriends. Very true. But music is music, and if you like an artist, you go and see them. So I got tickets. And I was like to one of my mates who I know likes Niall, said, why don't you come with? And he was like a bit unsure about it because like, you know, it wasn't like going to Migos. And I was like, don't worry what anybody thinks, just go and we'll have a great time. So we went and like, it was all fine. We went in and we're obviously like looking around at the people who were there and it was like, you know, young girls, like hopefully people listening to this podcast. Anyway, I went to give my ticket to the guy like when we were going to our seats and the guy looks at the tickets, looks at us, and bursts out laughing. And my friend's like, he's stopping and just tries to be cool. 
And he like started laughing too. And I'm stood there with like the most confused look on my face. Like, what's going on? And he goes, boys, I just need to ask you a question. Like, why are you here? Like, who are you with? And I'm just like, what are you on about? He's like, you do know this is girls music. And I flipped. Not to him afterwards. I was like, what do you mean? Girls music. I completely didn't realise we still live in that world. Whereby you can't like an artist just because it's... Niall Horan and he used to be in One Direction heck I'd go to a One Direction gig if they were still around it annoyed me so much you can tell it's a day later I'm still audibly annoyed that this person would go this is girls music that is awful because I, I think when it came to like Niall being in One Direction yeah that was predominantly like girls music like that's one of those concerts you would just see like dads but I think his own new sound, I think anyone could, you know, like it. Ugh, that's that's just frustrating. That would have that would have upset me. He even did like a Bruce Springsteen. I mean, also though, I, I do know what you mean mean about the One Direction thing, like a lot of screaming girls. Yeah. But even so, it like anybody can go to it. It's music is music. And anybody can like it. And you know what? It's exactly the same with Justin Bieber, right? Because even when it wasn't cool for a guy to like Justin Bieber, everybody still listened to him. Yeah. He was everybody's guilty pleasure. So just because you then get to go, potentially buy money, and then don't... If you work in the, like, concert hall or venue or wherever, mm-hmm. it's not really your position to go, why are you here? Anyway, Niall Horan seeing Blind, Maren Morris. Um, as I said, like, I relate to this as well because there's somebody who I'm really, really good friends with who literally I, like... I think first time I saw her, we were in the same maths class, but we never had an excuse to talk to each other because we we're on opposite ends of the classroom. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, you're like so cool. I know we'd get on so well. And I always see people and I'm like, I wish we could be best friends. Justin Bieber's actually one of them. I think we'd get along quite well. <laughs> um, but she, but this, like, I, you know, I was always like, you know, we were, I know we'd be friends. I just no. You, I don't know if you ever get that. It's sounding quite creepy. But I was like, we'll be best friends. Um, But we never spoke to each other until like quite a few years later. And then we literally became best friends. And we're still best friends. Mm -hmm. And this is exactly like, oh my, my, you just took me by surprise. And I can't believe my eyes. Oh, I must be seeing blind. Um, Oh, I've heard, have heard you speak a million words. Now you're talking to me first. I never thought you would. Obviously, this is a love song. But to me, it's, I don't see it as, like, I don't relate to it because of a love song. What I think about is those people where you're like, ah, I want to, like, be your friend. And then, and sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't. But when it does, and you're just like, oh, this is perfect. It's not always like that. But sometimes it's, you know, what happens ends up so much better than reality. Yeah, I kind of get where you're coming from with that. And, you know, as I mentioned the first time we recorded this, I was hoping Marin wrote this about her husband. Yeah. And it's not, but I love that this is one of those songs that you can look at it with any perspective. And, yeah. that, like, now when we're going over the lyrics, it reminds me of a friendship that I have gone through. Kind of very similar to yours. I sat next to this girl in um, our international relations class in high school. And, I mean, we sat right next to each other. We never spoke a word. She would look at me funny. I would look at her funny. But we would talk to all the people around us, but we would never talk to each other. 
we are now best friends. She's getting married in June. I'm going to be in her wedding. And it's just like, what was wrong with us in high school? Even though like we knew we could be best friends, we never talked to each other until high school ended. Oh my God. But you know what is so funny, actually? That same maths class, there was somebody, this girl sat next to me, and literally the only time we ever spoke was her telling me to stop copying her work. <laughs> the only time. We just did not get on. I honestly thought she hated me, and she kind of did. She's admitted since. When we got to college, or sixth form, mm-hmm. as it's known over here, we and we still are really good friends. She actually messaged me the other day for the first time in ages. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what? Like, I feel like I mentioned this in the last episode, but I don't know where. But... She, so she, this girl, and I've got a lot of like best friends who are actually both gender, to be honest. But I've got a lot of best friends who are females. I think that's fine. I think that's healthy. Um, but I'd like made an effort with her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like she'd gone off to uni, I didn't, and I'd actively tried to be like, you know, let's meet up and whatever when you're back in London, and it just never happened. So I'd gone like, you know what? I've tried. Now it's up to you. She messaged me the other day out of the blue, goes, hey, hey, long time no speak. And I just had this, like, I don't know, this bit inside of me, which was I wanted to say, what do you want? Like, what, why are you messing with me? What do you want from me? Because I thought it was so random. I didn't. because I was like, hey, how are you? And she doesn't seem to want anything from me. But that is definitely, I don't quite remember where this fits into the conversation. But it's definitely something that I feel like I still struggle with a bit. Mm-hmm. Is this idea of you just met somebody messaging me out of the blue and it not being for anything? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I know I've exactly had, what you mean. I think we're going to, this is going to lead into um, Marry Me by Thomas Rhett. But I, you know, I've not had that many relationships as we established last episode. But there was something in year, I want to say like year eight or year nine, I, de- I had Wizard Radio by then. And literally two weeks in, this person asked me for the new Ed Sheeran album, mm-hmm. which is like, obviously this was a while ago because we didn't have Spotify. I mean, I think Spotify must have been around by then, but no, not that many people had it. And I realized that like the only reason she was dating me, or quote unquote dating me, was because she wanted the new Ed Sheeran album. No wonder I hate Ed Sheeran. <sighs> I think you mentioned that one when we were going over your other song. Oh, well, let's but, save that for them then. Yeah, <laughs> so we're going to yeah. definitely save that. But I know where you're coming yeah. from that. Up. Um, when it comes to my second song, I have chosen Marry Me by Thomas Rhett. Oh, I'll wear my black suit, black tie out in the back. I'll do a stroll, shout whiskey straight out the flask. I'll try to make it through without crying so nobody and i know last time when we talked about it i said i have not watched the video and i still haven't watched it oh Megan. but i'm gonna it's get there so good. i'm gonna get there i promise but i also mentioned that the first time i heard the song i figured it was gonna be about lauren you know another one of those mishaps where i don't know what the song is really about but it's not and even though they're absolute relationship goals and if they ever break up the world is going to burn. But They've got like two kids to go in now, don't they? They do, which is the cutest story ever because they couldn't get pregnant. So they adopted a girl. Um, I don't remember what country they adopted her from. 
But as of the adoption was almost finalized, Lauren ended up getting pregnant. And I think it's just the cutest thing in the world. So I am always... Uganda. Uganda. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so here we actually say Uganda, but... <laughs> okay, well, but you, in, I get what language you do you speak, Megan? What language do you speak? Um, I speak American English. <laughs> no, that's not what it's called, actually. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, I was like, when you live here, we purposely try to call it American English, but, you know. Clearly. So, anyways, um, so it's a, very, it's a very cute... They're just a really healthy relationship, and they've been together forever, and... That's just what I love about it. So a lot of his songs are about her, but Marry Me is not. And I wholeheartedly emphasize with the particular line in his song where he says, but she has her dress on now, Welcome, welcoming the guests now. I could try to find her, get it off my chest now, but I ain't going to mess it up, so I wish her the best now. So putting a spin on that, thinking about me as a girl saying this to a guy, Several years back, I went to the wedding of a boy that I thought I was going to marry someday. And it was really awkward because I was in a relationship with somebody else. And I have been friends with his family for as long as I can remember. So I wasn't going to be rude and say I'm not going to come to the wedding after I was invited. I did not know the girl he was getting married to. Never met her. I never even met her at the wedding. I chose not to meet her. But he ended up going through. He was, you know, welcoming guests. And he noticed me sitting there. And he was like, oh, my gosh, you came. I'm so happy that you're here. And I'm just like, yeah. He's like, oh, my gosh, my mom is going to be so excited. I was like, please, do not get your mother or I am walking out of here. Because the last thing I wanted is for his mom to literally object their marriage in the middle of the vows. Because I knew his mom would have done that. Because she was a very picky person. Lovely, but a very picky person. And I, to this day, I don't think she likes the girl her son is married to. Because every time I see her at the local grocery store, she tells me, oh, I just wish you would have married my son. And I'm like, oh, gosh, don't tell me that. Gotta go. Oh, my God. <laughs> I must say this song is so cute and i cannot believe you've not watched the video yet because after we recorded last time the first thing i did was went and watched the video Ugh, i need to go watch it you've got to watch till the very end because it's the end which changes everything okay but it is so good i love this song actually this was like not the first thomas rett song i heard but like the first three mm-hmm. songs i heard this was one of them and i it just like honestly touched my heart so much and a lot of people get confused with it they think it's like a happy song yeah but it's not it's um it's about you know as you said it's um what's uh yeah she want to get married but she don't want to marry me it's like you're in love with somebody but they're you know their life is moving on without you and that is heartbreaking and i feel like both of us would definitely have situations you've got that very clear one but more broadly you know that's never happened to me yet but you know, when you kind of have your whole life planned out with someone else and or, you know, you've got these ideas in your head and then you realise it's just never going to happen. Like, that is heartbreaking. Right. It's very heartbreaking. And it definitely doesn't help out when their parents are still in love with you. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> how was that wedding? It was, was very it lovely. Wedding? The wedding is one of those very typical American backyard weddings and... 
Okay. Everything was, you know, Pinterest inspired, and her dress was beautiful, and she she looked very beautiful on her day. I I I haven't seen her. I see him every now and then at the grocery store, and I walk the other way. But okay. I can never Smart. avoid his mom. I try, and I just can't. <laughs> it's not, it might. I don't want to say this to you, Megan, but it might be a sign. It might, but. He was one of those people that I thought I was going to marry because I thought no one else was going to marry me. We had a marriage pact. Everyone has okay. one of those. I feel like I've at least multiple. everyone does. See, no, I only I've got had three. one. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I also, though, the second verse, um, I remember the night when I almost kissed her. Yeah, I kind of freaked out. We'd been friends for, we'd been friends forever. That's feeling the next time I start, and I'd all and I'd always wonder if she felt the same way when I got the invite I knew it was too late it's like you know sometimes you develop feelings to people in the most inconvenient way yeah do you know what, like you know, you're like oh I don't want to feel the way I do about you but I just do and that's a fact and obviously you know I'm somebody who always second guests guesses myself I'm so like not confident especially when it comes to relationships mm -hmm. so this is like like i resonate to that so much i there's been one or two situations when this is then that line's been basically exactly relevant to me but also on the whole as well like you know just not knowing what somebody else thinks and feels and always thinking do you actually like, like me not even in like a romantic way but just as a friend and that doubt is definitely something that I can relate to. Do you remember where you were when you first heard this song? I believe I heard it the first time, actually, when he had performed it at uh, Bun Buckeye Country Superfest a couple of years ago. I was just like, oh my gosh, this song is about the sky. And I remember I actually like was with my best friend and I like accidentally went to go hit her to tell her. And I was like, this song is about you know who. And he, she goes... She's like, really? And I was like, it's about you know who. <laughs> it is like, I remember when I saw the video, like I on honestly nearly started crying because I was just like, oh my God, this is too much. But it's so real as well. I feel like everybody can relate to the, to Marry Me by Thomas Rhett. I've, I feel like everybody definitely could. I definitely wholeheartedly agree with that. Anyway, on to the next song then. My uh, second and final one is Meant to Be by B.B. Rexa featuring Florida Georgia Line. If it's meant to be, it'll be, it'll be, baby just let it be. If it's meant to be, it'll be, it'll be, baby just let it be. So won't you ride with me, ride Again, like this song is massive. I absolutely love it. I kind of stayed away from it for a little while. I'm I think it was because the song isn't that long. It's I think it's just under three minutes. And I for some reason I definitely judge songs based on how long they are. And I'm like, ooh, I just I don't know, a part of me just thinks it's lazy if it's such a short song. So I definitely stayed away from it. But it's one of those songs that eventually catches up with you. And um like, you know, the lyrics Baby, lay on back and relax. Kick your pretty feet up on my dash. No need to go nowhere fast. Let's enjoy right here where we're at. Um, who knows where this road is supposed to lead? We've got nothing but time. As long as you're right here next to me, everything's going to be all right. If it's meant to be, it'll be. Baby, just let it be. And so on. Um, I was saying last time we recorded this episode that um, one of the things that I definitely find most difficult, I think, is 
just chilling out and letting t- things go. Out of like the semi relationships I've had, this has been the reason they've ended. I think underlying is just because I'm always like, "What is this? What are we doing? Like, what's the plan? Like, are we getting married or like what?" And like, I don't know. A part of me just thinks, and I've never understood this. And you'll definitely be able to help me with this, Megan, because you're much smarter when it comes to relationships than I am. <laughs> what is the point of dating someone? If and this can turn a lot of people against me, but what's the point of dating somebody if you're not if you don't have the at least like willingness to marry them? That is a wonderful question because I get like picked on about this quite a lot. I tell people, I was like, I am dating to marry someone. I'm not dating just because I am lonely or because I want a partner or because all my friends have, you know, boyfriends or girlfriends. You should be dating to marry because, you know, why Why would you want to date for any other reason? If you're dating because of another reason, you're doing life wrong. Yeah, I mean, but again, like, people are going to hear this and go, James, you're an absolute lunatic. What are you doing? Well, so. people can keep saying that because they're just wrong. <laughs> well, thank you. You're you see? welcome. <laughs> Megan. Megan, everybody. My, my co-host, Megan. <laughs> um, <laughs> going back to what I was saying before, though, because this definitely links in, isn't it? Just like, again, I feel like this episode, these episodes end up being about like all of my life problems, which we could do a whole solo series on. But it's just like, that again, that girl who messaged me after ages and was like you know hey what's up and I was like what do you want from me I didn't say that but I definitely thought it. and I'm still thinking I'm still like we've been speaking for like four days and you haven't messaged me in ages and you, you sure you still don't want something I don't know especially after that experience I had again when I was in like year eight or year nine that scarred me in ways that i I definitely realise because it it definitely comes up quite a lot. I'm I'm always like, what what do you want from me? Why are you talking to me? I I don't know how to change that. That you know when you told earlier when you brought up that girl that you dated briefly that wanted the Ed Sheeran album. Yeah. This oh, is where you brought yeah. it up because I told you that my favorite line in this song is when BB Vex says like I don't mean to be so uptight but my hurts my heart's been hurt a couple of yes. times by a couple of guys that didn't treat me right and that's when I was like shout out to that liar <laughs> yeah and shout out to that absolute user who wanted the <laughs> bloody cheering CD it's just but you're right like things like that happen and you've got it now with with what did we call him we we, we call the liar him. yeah Oh, what was his nickname? Now I'm off. Now I don't remember. Okay. Well, I know when we talked to... about him on my show, we just nicknamed him Jay. Okay. So Jay then, which I, again, I find a bit uncomfortable because that's the first letter of my name. But anyway. I know, um, but you're not in You've got it with Jay. And thank you. Well, one of few people to say that. <laughs> You've got that with Jay and I've got that with... Um... The geezer that you called her. <laughs> yeah, I've... I, you know what? A part of me just thinks that's out of her right now on the podcast, but then I don't want to give her the attention. So no. Um, but I've got it with her, and again, like with me, it was so ridiculous, and we were so young, and it was actually the first, like for you guys, it'd been the first couple of years of high school. But that stuff stays with you, yeah. Because I don't think my circumstances changed that much. Like you know, I had the company that I still have, and you know, on the whole, 
things haven't changed that much, I don't think, since then in my life. At least I don't think I have, which is a, probably a bad thing to not have changed that much since year eight. But anyway, um, and so it's still like, yeah, it feels really real to me. And you're right, this, that line in Meant to Be is definitely that. I do love this song, though. It's a really, really good song. Um, and the Florida Georgia line bit in it as well. Smashing, they've smashed it. They've smashed it. They're really I like BB good. as well. I like BB Rex. I feel like she needs much more credit. She deserves much more credit than she gets. You know the song um, by g Easy that she's in? Yeah, uh, Me, Myself, and I. She That was originally a song written just for her, and her label asked her to put him on it. But that makes sense. I like. I kind of like Jeezy as well. I love him. I know you do. Yeah. <laughs> um, that I feel like that song needed a rap feature. It did, and it's it's also really interesting to hear just her sing it because um, she sang it by herself when I saw her. I want to say it's when she she was opening for Ellie Golding. I'm not hundred percent sure if that's the particular concert I was at, but she was opening for this this artist I was seeing and she was like, I'm about to sing a song that this time she wasn't really known yet to everybody, at least here in the United States. And she's like, I'm not going to sing a song that you guys are definitely going to know. And she sang all of uh, me, myself and I by herself. And I was like, wow, this song is a lot more beautiful than when you actually hear a rap on it. So she sang it the way the song was originally played out before they added G easy. So I, I like her music, but I want to hear something that is just her. Mm, yeah, you're right. She doesn't really have that much music that, she is, really that doesn't. doesn't have a feature. Yeah. She doesn't actually have that much music, full stop. She really doesn't. I know she has an album out, but like I feel like almost every single song has someone else on it. I don't actually think she's got an album. I just think she's got a couple of EPs. Is that what it is? Okay. Yeah, she's got, um, yeah she does, she's got All Your Fault Part 2. And all your thought part one, that makes sense. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's lots of features. Yeah. So I think once, like, I hope when she releases her debut album, there'll be a couple of songs that are just her because she's really, really good. Mm, no, I agree. And talking about really, really good. Thank you for um, accepting my apology, Megan, and for chatting with me again <laughs> about um, all things love we, we speak about a lot of love on this we do that's um, why we said one of these days we're gonna just break down in tears yeah oh yeah and we, we were gonna we said something else at the end of last week about the songs that we listen to and just think about someone and like the song you know those relationship defining songs was that what we said okay <laughs> yeah it was one episode because See? i was talking about a song which is like when i listen to it i have to yes cry. That's yes. when I told you that we are going to listen, we're going to pick the song that every time I listen to it, it, re- it reminds me of a relationship I was in. But I'm why not don't gonna... we do that next episode? Yes. So I'm not going to reveal just yet which song it is. Well, get the tears at the ready because that's next week. Uh, this has been our song. Thank you very much, Megan. It was an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Step into the world of power, loyalty and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. 
No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.